everybody. Happy Wednesday and welcome back to It's a Twin Thing. We're super excited for our next episode of Twinspiration. We have a really great guest that we're talking to today, but first it's time for our Good News Minute. Actually, we have officially named this portion of our podcast the Inspirational In It based on your votes, so Aspen is wrong, and we are starting with our Inspirational In It. So this week is a program that Children's Hospital Colorado does, and it's something that you can actually get involved in if you want to give back and do amazing things like the guests that we talk to on this podcast. The program is a snowman building program where the children at the hospital get to draw a picture of what they think is the perfect snowman, and then families from around the world can go online and adopt one of these snowmen and actually build it with real snow. And then they send the pictures back to the hospital so that the patients can see their snowmen come to life. So we think this is an amazing way to have some fun and do some good. If you would like to participate, we will leave the instructions in the show notes. And if you live somewhere where it doesn't snow, you can build a sand man. Today, we are so excited to be interviewing Ellie Mae Smith. Ellie is a 12-year-old actor and writer who at the age of only 10, wrote a script for her very own film, and we'll let her tell you how that became a fully produced movie, but she's just an all-around inspiring person, and her outlook on life is so uplifting, and we just were really blown away by getting to talk to her and hope that you will be as inspired by her story and her positivity as we were. You may notice that you only hear Aspen's voice during the interview. That's because I was very sick and I couldn't talk, but I did get to sit and listen to the interview, and I really wish that I could have talked to Ellie because she is just incredible. She was so well-spoken and thoughtful and positive and just such an amazing person, and we are so impressed by her and so excited for you to get to hear her story. So without further ado, here is Ellie Mae Smith. First of all, thank you so much for agreeing to do this interview. Oh, thank you for letting me come on. So you, to start off with, you are 12 years old, right? Yes. And you wrote a faith-based film when you were 10? Yes. So can you just tell us a little bit about, like, how you came up with this idea and where the inspiration to write a faith-based film came from? Yeah, so unfortunately I have had some trauma with losing loved ones at, like, a very young age. And I think the strongest hit of those would have to be my grandpa, Larry, who was like my best friend. He lived with me up until the point he passed away. And I always thought it'd be so cool to be able to see him and like still be in touch with him and have him here with me. And that's where the inspiration for Hope came from, because one day I was just really like thinking about him. So I decided to write it out. Can you tell our listeners what the storyline for Hope is? Yes. So it is about a family, Arthur, Anna, Lily, and Hope. And Hope gets sick and she ends up passing away. But Lily can still see her as like a guardian angel because the family's not ready to let go of her and God knows that. And with Hope, Lily overcomes a lot of challenges and helps other people with their faith. I think it's really cool that you wrote this film like based on the struggles that you went through because 
I know that losing a loved one, especially when you're so young, can be really hard. And it sounds like you were really close with your grandpa. So what do you think inspired you to use your own experiences to help others? Have you always been the kind of person who wants to help other people? I have always wanted to help people and just share kindness and God's love and make people feel welcome. So, and the inspiration just came to me with, like I said, losing a loved one. I was just really missing him, so I wrote it out, and I love just helping people and making them and making them feel welcome and more close to the Lord. Yeah, that's amazing. Do you feel like you can feel your grandpa with you as you're working on this? Yes, I did. I felt like even though he's not physically here with us, I felt like, in a sense, I got a lot closer with him. I bet he's really proud of you. Thank you. So you talked a little bit about that you are very faithful and that you always want to share the Lord's love with other people. How do you feel like your faith has inspired you as a writer and also in other aspects of your life? Well, everything I do, I try to do in honor of the Lord. But in the like acting and performing industry and acting, I only like to do faith-based or family-friendly films that give a positive message. And in writing, I also like to give a positive message and bring people closer in their faith to the Lord. Do you feel like it's hard? Because I don't know if you know anything about me and my sister, but um, we're both actors. And I think when I was your age, I would get a lot of scripts where it was like the my character had to say a bunch of bad words or like had to do something really inappropriate. And it was always so hard because I wanted to take advantage of every opportunity, but I didn't want to do something that I didn't feel was right. So do you feel like it's hard to have to turn down things that you don't feel you want to share with the world or is it pretty easy for you? I mean, honestly, I do want to seize the opportunities I get, but when I read a script and if I think, okay, I just think, am I comfortable with doing this? Does this send a positive message? And so that kind of makes it easy if I think about it. It makes it easy to turn down, but I completely understand. I mean, I have gotten like opportunities to do horror films and stuff, but it just wasn't something I was interested in doing because it didn't make people feel good. It didn't give me a good message. Yeah, I think that's really amazing that at such a young age, you have such conviction and you just know what you want to do and what you want to share with the world. And I think that's something that a lot of people my age and even people who are older than me probably have a hard time with because it can be really hard to say no. And do you have any advice or anything you would say to people who have a hard time saying no to things that might not fit with their values. Yes, I know that it feels like really, really hard because you don't want to let anyone down or you think, hey, this might be something really, really big that could get my career started. I would just say, think about it. If you're not comfortable with it, don't do it because God has a map for you. And if that project doesn't fit into the map, there will be something else to kickstart your career or get you known in the industry or just with anything there will be something else to come along that will be better, that will fit you more. That's really great advice. So going back to talking about hope a little bit, so you had written the script when you were 9 and 10, and then what happened next? How did it become a film that is being fully produced? So the story is 
I was on set for Miracle at Manchester, another JC Films movie, with Dean Kane, and it was our break time, and I had struck conversation with him about his about how his father was in the industry as a filmmaker, and I had actually told him, like, well, I wrote a script, and he was like, oh, well, I'd like to see it. So I pulled out my laptop, and I showed him, and he loved it so much that he went to the owner of the company, Jason Campbell, and said, like, this script is amazing, which was really amazing, but I was so surprised, because I thought... It was just like he would give me some pointers on like, oh yeah, I think this works or maybe you could change this or here's something you could add to it. So you didn't expect at all that he was going to help you get it made? You just It just came up in conversation? Yeah, we were just talking about how his father was in the industry as a filmmaker and then I read him my script and the owner of and he brought it to the owner, and the owner loved it. And it was originally a short film. It was only, like, I think 10 to 15 pages. I can't really mm-hmm. remember, but somewhere in that. And Jason asked me if I could add more and make it a feature film because that's how much they liked it and believed in the script. Wow, that must have been a really amazing feeling. It was because I always believed in the script because I always thought the story was just really good and like a good message but to have other people believe in it that much to where they will like put it on the line and produce it and take initiative with it I really thought was a really good feeling. Once the project had like started being in motion and they asked you to add more to it how did the writing process work? Did you write the rest of it on your own or did you have help from anyone and was it hard to like keep your own voice if you were writing with other people or did you get to like have final say over it? So I wrote like day and night as much as I could and they also brought in professional script writers to put it in script format because the original short film script was written on Google Docs, and at the time, I didn't really know how to, like, format a script, so they brought in professional script writers to help with that, and I really appreciated it, and they were so kind and wonderful to work with, because they always made sure that whatever they were doing, I was okay with, or that I liked. I always had final say over it, and they always made sure that it was my story, That's good. That's good to hear because I know sometimes when you're young, it can be really hard to feel like you get to still have a voice when you're working with a bunch of adults, but it sounds like they really let you be in control. And it also seems like that must have been such a great learning experience for you to, um, because you obviously had natural talent as a writer, but to learn how to like put that into action and actually write a real script and stuff must have been a really cool experience. It was, because not only did they put it in script format, they also kind of taught me along the way how to put it in script format, which I also thought was really cool. And do you feel like your age ever felt like a barrier during this process? Like, was there ever a time where you felt like you weren't being taken seriously because you were not an adult? Or do you feel like everyone's been, like, respectful of you throughout the process? I think everyone's been really respectful of me because it was never like my voice was silenced. They always made sure I had an opinion. We also had a really fun cast and crew. I became friends with the majority of them. So they never made me feel like, oh, you're just a kid. Like, no. 
you don't have a final say. They always made sure that I was respected. And I bet part of that is because you, I mean, you seem to have such a maturity and you know how to talk to people and how to, I think, have a voice, which I think is a really amazing quality. And so I'm sure a lot of it was your passion and your drive that made people take you seriously. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So not only did you write the film, but you also acted in it, and you're also an actor outside of this, so you've done other things. Can you talk a little bit about how it felt acting in something that you wrote and saying your own words versus when you've acted in other things? Yeah, so when I wrote the script and acted, I felt like I got a head start because most actors just get a script and they get told what character they're doing and they get to develop a character but to a certain point to where it still matches what the writer and the crew envisioned as well Mm -hmm. i thought it was really cool that since i wrote it i could completely have freedom to develop the character it was also really easy because fun fact the character i play lily is actually like solely based on myself Oh, wow. So did you write her with the intention that you wanted to play her? I did. Even in the short script, I knew I wanted to act in it, and I knew that I wanted to do that character. So did you have to audition to play the role, or was it always part of the agreement that you were going to get to be in the film? It was kind of always part of the agreement. And then did you get to help cast the other people? Were you part of the casting process at all? I was a big part of the casting process. They would send me the tapes and I would see if they were good fits for certain roles and stuff. And um, a few of the actors I actually contacted to ask them because I had a feeling that they'd be like a perfect fit for certain roles. Like um, Lux Elizabeth, my co-star played Hope. I had known her from Instagram and she's an amazing actress, so I thought she'd be perfect for the role of Hope. So we sent her the audition sides and asked her if she could send in a tape. And then other times, like with um, an actress named Denise Gossett, who is amazing to work with, Ashley Anwood and Joe Boy, the directors, sent me that tape and said, what do you think? And I absolutely loved her. Do you feel like you learned a lot? as an actor about auditioning and what makes a good audition and stuff from being a part of that process? I learned so much with that because when you watch tapes, you can, like when you watch tapes to cast something, it's a lot different than when you're making the tapes. So you can see like kind of what works and what doesn't work, which I also thought was really cool because it helped strengthen my acting. I bet when Ashley and I made a web series a couple years ago and we were casting it and that was my first big casting experience and it was super eye-opening to see just things that you never think about but then when you're trying to cast something and you're like oh this makes sense I should do this in my recordings and it's just awesome to have that kind of learning experience because not everyone will ever get to be on that side of the table I feel like yeah that's cool that you guys made a web series Yeah, it was really fun. We did it during um, COVID because there was nothing to do. So we were like, let's find a bunch of actors and we'll all record over Zoom and like edit it together. And it was a lot more work than we expected, which I'm sure you probably felt that way sometimes on this film too. Yeah, it was a lot of long hours. I bet it's definitely worth it. Yeah. 
how did you, because writing and producing a film is not something that a lot of kids your age do, how did you manage also being a kid while being a filmmaker? Like, did you still get to do fun things and like hang out with friends and stuff like that? Or were you totally consumed by working on the film? So when I worked on the film, it was a lot of fun because I did work so much on the film, but I love it so much that it didn't feel like work because it was fun when I was doing it and being consumed by it. And also we had such a fun casting crew that there was such a fun environment on set. It was so much fun on set. (laughs) That's good. Do you have like a favorite memory from being on set? So my co-star, Lux Elizabeth, she and I shared an Airbnb throughout the filming process. And the night before we wrapped, we made the whole cast and crew rainbow loom bracelets with their names. And that was so much fun. Oh, wow. That's so sweet. But that sounds like a lot of fun. And I also got to hang out with Dean Cain and Eddie McClintock, too really, really amazing actors, but they're also so much fun off camera to hang out with. Did you ever feel starstruck or like intimidated by them or not really? I mean, obviously they're such great actors and I was like, oh my gosh, they're amazing. But when they're off camera, they're like super humble about it and they don't brag or anything. They just hang out with you like all the rest of the casting crew, which I thought was really nice. That is nice. That sounds like a lot of fun. So was there anything that surprised you about making your first movie, like something that you didn't expect about the process or a big takeaway that you had from it? There was nothing really in particular. It was just kind of cool seeing the cast and crew, both sides of it, because normally I'm just used to the cast side of it is where you go on set and you get the script and you like read through it and you get to talk with the other actors and the crew but the crew side of it was really cool because you get to be part of the creativity process Mm -hmm. there's nothing really big in particular that was like whoa I had no idea but it was just kind of cool learning the crew side so after writing this film do you think you want to continue to write movies Or do you think you mostly enjoy just being on the acting side? Or would you want to ever, like, direct? Or where do you see yourself going after this? So I actually love acting and writing. I want to be able to do acting and writing in basically all of it. And I actually wrote a new script called The New Believer, which has won a few awards. Um, One of them being for, this actually came in the mail today best short script from the Royal Society of Television and Motion Motion Picture Awards. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you. So that is a short script, but I can give you the exclusive. I'm actually turning it into a feature film. So that will be not my next project I'm working on, but my next project where I'm doing both the cast and crew side of things. That's amazing. That's so exciting. Can you tell us what the what that story is about or is that still a secret i think i can share to an extent um it is about a man named james and his daughter mia who is like really involved in going to church and involved in her faith and james is not because of past events that have happened in his life so she tries to bring him closer to the lord wow that sounds like such a cool film
We have two more questions for you. These are the questions that we ask everybody. So first of all, do you have a favorite inspirational quote that you want to share with our listeners? Actually, yes. I have it hanging on the wall. Um, never stop trying and never stop believing. Never give up. Your day will come. And that's by Mandy Hale. Oh, I love that one. It sounds like you really trust in that because you seem to have so much perseverance and you really just believe in that everything will work out for the best and making anything that happens to you turning it into a positive which I think is just such an inspiring outlook on life thank you and then our last question for you is obviously we are identical twins and we want to know if you could have an identical twin do you think you would want one I actually do, because I think that's, like, such a strong bond to have with someone. So I think it'd be really cool. I recommend it. it it's fun. Thank you again so much for doing Thank this. You. It Thank was you really, for me. It was really great getting to talk to you and keep up all of your amazing work. You are super inspiring, and I can't wait to see where you go in the future.